the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and place a $1 football get bet and get $200 in free bets. It's just that easy. Welcome to episode 7, I believe, of the PHNX Coyotes podcast. I'm Leah Merrill. I'm here with Craig Morgan. We have a PD remote today because Full we have... Yeah, he's calling in on his phone. We had some technical difficulties, but we made it. And we have a special guest today, AJ Afoli. How'd I do? Yeah. All right. Good enough. AJ's here. Um, he's from the DNVR Avalanche show. So we're going to get some good insight from him today on uh, the Avalanche. Looking forward at the rookie tournament because that is what we will be talking about today. So super excited. And I had to give up that. my seat to the more, the more senior member. Of the all city staff with AJ, so he gets the seat, and I have to call in from home. Senior in such as life, buddy. Only in experience. A, a polite way to call me old. I'll take that. <laughs> oh man! Well, before we dive into the rookie faceoff tournament, um, I just want to touch on something, Craig. You had the chance yesterday to talk to uh, Bill Armstrong and John Ferguson as well, the new um, assistant GM hire. So what did you take away from that? Yeah. And I, Steve, you and I were talking about this the other day. It just felt like when, when they finally got this position in place, and I wrote about this in my column today, Bill Armstrong finally has his cast of advisors in place. He, as I mentioned in the story, he put on a brave face about this over the first year on the job. Yesterday was actually his one year anniversary on the job. Um, but I knew how, how tough it was on him Privately, it was it, it's difficult. You're, you're trying to basically remake an entire franchise. You don't have any experienced leadership hockey people to lean on. It's really important to him now that he's got Larry Plow in place. They've, of course, got Shane Doan in place. And now he's got John Ferguson Jr. in place. You need guys to bounce ideas off of. You need guys to challenge you. It's so important to have uh, just a bunch of voices around the table to offer perspectives. Not Not just perspectives, but very experienced perspectives that uh, that can help him make the right decisions, help him push this uh, franchise into the future. Yeah, you got to look at this is one of the most experienced front offices this franchise has ever had. Um, and we talked about having ideas and be able to talk about ideas and bouncing ideas off. Look, Bill Armstrong doesn't have to agree with John Ferguson Jr. He just has to be able to talk to him. And they need to be able to sit in a room, close the door and throw crazy ideas at the wall and see what sticks and just be able to talk about hockey. So I, I think this is a good move for the Coyotes to have another experienced voice in that room. Again, time will tell where this all goes in this rebuild. But for now, I think it's a good front office. Yeah, just to, to sort of tackle another narrative that's out there. Uh, I know that a lot a, a lot of my uh, readers have mentioned that things didn't go for well, well for John Ferguson Jr. when he was the GM in Toronto and... You can certainly look at the track record and, and come away with that perspective. But I think it's important to remember that that people learn from their mistakes and people get better at their jobs over time. He's been doing this for a very long time. He's seen the game from a lot of different perspectives. I think he can bring just a wealth of knowledge and he can add a lot to this front office. Yeah, and I think the other thing he's going to be able to do is bring that daily management voice to the Tucson Roadrunners, something they have missed over the last season. So they'll have someone from the management office paying attention to them. And that's important when you're on this developmental rebuild. Yeah, amen, because Tucson's going to be where we're seeing it first. They're going to have so many players coming through the AHL team. And and I like his philosophy. It's it's one that we've talked about a lot with the Coyotes has been a problem in the past where they've rushed prospects to the NHL club for a variety of reasons. And it's been mostly disastrous for them. 
Uh, neither he or Bill Armstrong is afraid to overbake prospects in the AHL. Uh, you saw his quote yesterday. You know, he's he's seen a lot of players who play too few games in the AHL, but he's never seen a player who played too many games in the AHL. That's a good attitude to take. You have to make sure that those guys are ready to make this leap, not just to fit in, but to make an impact. Yeah, and that's what this whole development camp's about. And there's your transition, Lee. I, <laughs> I usually handle that took so the well. Right out of my mouth, Petey. <laughs> I know. You want it? Sorry. You want to sit Why in you, my chair? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all you, Leah. Take it. You've got the notes. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, like Petey said, it's a perfect transition uh, into the rookie face-off tournament, which is a tournament that is running from today to the twentieth at Gila River Arena and the Ice Den in Scottsdale, which is where AJ's headed after this to check out the abs. Um, the tournament. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> you got a good nav app, right? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Have you I'm... done enough driving in the last two days? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, AJ drove here yesterday on No Sleep, did yeah. the ab show on No Sleep. You never would have known. You you did a great job. <laughs> yeah. Well, energy drinks really work. <laughs> so, Perfect. you know, I'm, I've done a lot of things on No Sleep in my life. <laughs> you so could, like, do branding right now. You yeah, just slide that say. can forward. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> I've covered I've covered a lot of hockey games on very very little sleep so <laughs> just another day at the office. Yeah, exactly. Well, this tournament um, has four teams from the Pacific: Anaheim, LA, San Jose, and Vegas. Two teams from the Central: the Coyotes, of course, and Colorado. Which is just ironic that Colorado and Arizona somehow are considered Central. Nothing to Central like Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Um, and <laughs> Colorado too. The Abs, the Abs have always been in, geographically just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So bizarre, yeah. Unfortunately, the Coyotes and the Avs do not play each other uh, the, in the tournament this weekend, but... It is unfortunate. Yeah, just for, for our sake here, but doesn't mean we can't talk about it because the games are open to fans at Gila River Arena. There's a little bit of a restriction at the Ice Den. Yes. Um, you can check out the Coyotes website for more details on there, but... Good luck with that. Yeah. It's kind of a mess so far. Yeah, yeah. they were only selling 200 passes to the games at uh, the Ice Den and... As far as far as I know, as of last night, there were only 28 left. So it, it's tough to see the games over there. And, and you get it with the, the COVID protocols. There's a lot of staff, as you know. They're scouts. They're executives. This is this is an event. It's it attend, is so. it is interesting that it's a big deal by the teams that come. But Monday morning, because Monday morning is the, the the end of it. By the end of it, they'll all be gone. Yep. <laughs> Everybody bails out of here. Yeah. It'll yeah. be I'll, I'll be alone watching that game on Monday morning at 9 a.m. <laughs> One and guy in the just, stands, just looking around. Like, <laughs> it'll be it'll be like me and like uh like like Chris Peters or Corey Pronman, like the prospect guys who uh they always stick around, but other than that, it's it cleans it cleans out so fast. Oh <laughs> man. Well yeah, the Monday games are all early because the coyotes play at noon that day. Yep. The last uh, day is always like that. Yeah. Shane, go ahead and throw up the, the weekend schedule for the coyotes. So we got Vegas versus the coyotes tonight at seven thirty. You're going right, Craig, and going Petey on, is yeah. going as well. I think Petey so. in the house. Yeah, and then we got well, LA. yeah. <laughs> oh, say what I won't be say. like Craig. Craig is Craig's going to live at one rink. AJ is going to live at the other. I'm going to kind of drift between the two and, and try to see as much uh, of of all of these prospects as I possibly can. So I want to get a little taste of everybody. I'm going to have to put the shackles on you to you know prevent the urge of you running down to the bench for a replay, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> I have. It's funny, and I know we'll make a really brief. This truly is the first time back in Hilo or River Arena for me um, since my days uh, working for the team. It's going to be a really, really strange feeling. I was there when it was just a, a piece of dirt out in the middle of nowhere in Glendale. So it's it's the first time being there, not working there um, for the team. So it's, it's going to be a strange to be on the other side. And Craig's taking me to the dark side. I'm going to have to have questions like, where do I park? What's the dress code? Where do I get in? Honestly, I got these the little things. I have no idea. Oh goodness. Anyway, can we get, can we take a tangent here? Yeah, go for it. Peter, you know what story I love best is like the one that you told me from you working at America West arena when you didn't really have an office and there was like beer dripping down into your your yeah. quote unquote office from the stands. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? <laughs> the true story, and, and it's funny. Like when I first started this job, it was VHS tapes, and I was barely allowed in the locker room or the coaches' room. It just the, the the position and video has evolved so much since the late '90s. And back then, the video room was right underneath the bleachers behind the bench. So if you stood up too quickly, you'd hit your head, and it was <laughs> down the right to my right. And it's not kidding, right to the right of me it was a big pillar that went right up through the stand so if anybody spilt beer or anything it would just dribble down my wall and the floor would be so sticky underneath my feet and that was my welcome to the nhl moment um you know it's changed a lot since then in the way one how the job is performed and where it is and what what is thought of the video guy but those early days man they were tough not every game on tv so scouting a team you do two weeks in advance you're fedexing vhs tapes the team leaves the hotel before they get the tape it's just a mess and now everything's on the cloud on digital on servers it's such a different animal now than it was back then um i do miss those days at america west though i mean that's how i cut my teeth in this league so it's some really fun memories there that's right. awesome we're finished with our that was, that was a great tangent <laughs> okay thank you for asking thanks and good night craig, i don't know if you heard I'm but polite. craig asked permission for the tangent they're they're learning <laughs> last <laughs> week <laughs> oh man well well let's launch in um you know we've kind of all glanced at the different rosters the coyotes roster i mean we talked we've talked about a lot of big prospects we talked um this week last week there are some Coyotes to watch that are we might not have considered, Craig, that you sent over a list. Yeah. Shane, throw it up. There it is. There you it can is. Go ahead and read them off. Yeah, I'll read Since them I off. Can't see yeah, it, that's okay. That so the Coyotes you may to watch whom you may not have considered. We have Ben McCartney, Mannix Landry. That is such a great name. It is, it really is. Very great. I'm rooting name. for, for Okay, for that here's alone. the name that AJ knew how to pronounce. AJ. Oh, Vladislav Kolychonik. There yeah. it is. I'm not even gonna try. We'll just let AJ do it. Ty Emerson. And David Tendick, who also AJ noticed on the Coyotes roster as well. Oh, yeah. The former Vancouver Giants goaltender. Yeah. Uh, his tandem goaltender and junior was uh, Trent Miner, who's on the ads roster. He's been buried a little bit in their system, playing in the ECHL. Hasn't really had a great opportunity, but I have the sense that he, he's still on their radar a bit. Um, probably even more so than the guy that's <clears throat> listed as the backup on the NHL roster right now. Honestly, the ECHL... Uh, goaltender is the one position in the ECHL that should not worry people. If you yep. see a goalie in the ECHL, it's fine. Guys come out of there all the time. It's funny. Yeah, here's another tangent. Is Go for okay? it, Craig. I've, I've thought about this too, and I was talking to Danny Briere, who works, of course, for an ECHL franchise in, in the East Coast, how the Western teams don't use their ECHL teams the same way as the Eastern-based teams, and a lot of it's geography, obviously. But I wonder if that changes at some point where they start using it more as more of a developmental league as well. 
The Avs aggressively use theirs because um, cool, they're affiliated with Utah, so they can get them pretty quickly yeah. um, back and forth. Uh, but they, they've started using it a lot more aggressively with their skaters so far to no great effect, but something that they're trying to do. Mm. I always think about the, the arena up in Prescott Valley that's just sitting there looking for a team to play. It would be a, be a great location for an ECHL franchise if they could get enough teams out west to make it work for the league. It's interesting, though, because the ECHL has different rink sizes. Yeah. Um, so, like, the Avs, when they send goaltenders to the ECHL, they are playing their games on Olympic-sized rinks. So their goaltenders are not getting accustomed to North America. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one of the guys that's also for the Avs at this at the tournament this weekend, their top goalie prospect is Eustace Ananen, and he's been playing in Finnish, uh, the Finnish Pro League the last couple of years. He's probably ticketed for the Grizzlies to start with in the ECHL, and it doesn't help him adjust to North American sized ice. Yeah, they need some standardization. Yeah, it's so, it's yeah. a wrinkle about the 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 leagues that if they are going to take them seriously as developmental leagues, they need to consider things like that. Yeah. Well, Craig, you sent over this list uh, who we might not have considered. Why should we consider? Well, some just of them? just because of the organization's uh, opinion of them. Uh, most of the players, other than Mannix, actually, who just sort of showed up in the scrimmage the other night and, and got noticed by the coaching staff. Those other guys are sort of all on the scouting staff's radar. They're they're prospects that they think you know they're not necessarily at the top of that list, but they're all guys that they're watching that think they think have a chance to make an impact, maybe in a depth role at the NHL level. Petey, do you have any insights on that list, or did you miss it? No, no. What's funny is, and AJ kind of alluded to this early in the show, on what what the coaching staff is viewing of this group for this weekend. I mean, it's their thoughts and minds are on next week. There'll be plenty of NHL coaches and NHL uh, staffs here at these two buildings watching these players. But honestly, they're not looking for much. They're looking for people to have a good effort, work hard, yeah. and maybe show some individual skill. This is not going to be a place where guys are making the team from this development camp. The most you can hope for from this development camp is to help give you a step ahead when you get to main camp next week. Because I know these NHL coaches, they'll glance at the ice and go, hey, that was a nice move. It was a nice play. But wait until they're playing against NHLers. So it's... I, I appreciate the tournament for what it is. I think it's a wonderful place to highlight these developing guys and scouts and managers use it more for a tool to gauge where they're going to be in the future. Mm-hmm. But for where these guys are going to be in a month from now, gosh, you know, you know, to, to put them on the same ice with NHLers in a week, it's going to be a much, much, much different game than you're going to see over the next few days. Definitely, definitely. Well, I don't think we'll be able to bet on these rookie face-off games, but what you can bet on is basically anything else <laughs> on today's segue I know. Um, using the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, America's Top Rate Sportsbook app, and if you sign up now using the code PHNX, you get $200 in free bets. If you want to learn how to bet since, you know, sports gambling here in Arizona, it's only been legal for a week. I know in Colorado, you guys do a lot of stuff. Um, I asked Ryan for, um, for some bets yesterday, and the two he gave me um, both were failures so thank you ryan for that uh, it's okay because all about on the show That's good. <laughs> if like you're it. listening yeah. i forgive you <laughs> <on> blast. Jeez. 
It's okay. <laughs> I was the one who asked him because I was still learning what I was doing using my free bets because, you know, that was that was a perk. And uh, this weekend, there's the no-brainer offer. So if either Arizona or Minnesota scores one point during the game, you win. You can double your money. We'll talk more about that game later in the show. Uh, but DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. Super easy to... Uh, De- uh, deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So be sure to sign up using code PHNX ahead of this week's slate of college games and NFL games. Um, and yeah, it's super, super easy to use. I've been enjoying it. Um, 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1 800 Next Step, new customers only for free bet promotion, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Maximum $50 wager for the no-brainer offer. One per customer. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And uh, let's also not forget that... What what story went up on GoPHNX this morning, Craig? This morning was the rookie face-up. Perfect. So you can listen to this show. You can read Craig's (laughs) article. They go hand-in-hand. With lots of thoughts from AJ, actually. Oh, all right. Well, that's perfect because we're going to kind of dive into the other teams and i know you talk to a lot of beat writers was aj the writer you talked to he was for colorado well look at that and we have him firsthand here to share his perspective you know, why talk to anybody else about prospects on the amps beat? i mean so really the one thing i was made for seriously well be sure um to check out gophnx.com not just for craig stories but for all the stories across all of our beats here um you can sign up for a year membership um you get a free t-shirt if you do so we have to get the t-shirt leaderboard out because i believe the coyote shirt is still in the lead we've said it every show so far continue to do that if you're unsure you can do um, month to month and get your first month membership just 50 cents so give it a try you get access to the members only discord um, and a lot of great content um, on the website as well so go phnx.com and then the phnx locker um, for the merchandise swag for the swag all right well we will Talking about previewing the other teams, like I said, we do have AJ here, and this is exciting for us since the Coyotes will be in the Avalanche division. This Not so year. exciting for the Coyotes. Not so exciting for us, actually. We are looking forward you to did, it. You did say on your show yesterday that the Coyotes will be the easy win in the division this year. You guys are the free space on the bingo yeah. card for this one and, season. And I think either it, it might have been Petey. I don't know who said it on your show yesterday, but like, who is the free win for the coyotes this year either the pacific division yeah fair enough yeah talk about a bad year of taboo from the pacific i mean not not that it matters maybe it's actually better for the coyotes that they're moving to the central because it is the goal is to lose yep so it's a tough division um but if we're going to talk about prospects for the rookie face-off we might as well start with the abs yeah let's start with the abs they're if we have to (laughs) my pick to win the cup this year now that they finally have a goaltender capable of carrying them there um, but let's talk about the prospects. We have the expert in the house, so why don't you just rip for a while here? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so it's a pretty good uh, development camp roster um, for them this year because they're sending uh, – they've got five first-round picks that are going um, with Shane Bowers and Alex Newhook, Bowen Byram, uh, Justin Barron, and their most recent one, Oscar Olauson. Some of those guys are good. We'll see. They'll look different. Uh, New Hook doesn't. New Hook and Byron will be on the NHL team this year. They will have eventually prominent roles on a cup contending team. So lots of expectations for them. I don't think they're going to play very much. Like, I think they'll play today mm-hmm. and then just hang out in the sun for the rest of the weekend. 
they really don't they don't really need to be here. This is just a tune up for them, uh, uh, kind of a launch pad for camp next week. Byram is only here because he did not play as much as they wanted him to last year. Um, he played 19 NHL games, and then Keegan Colasar ran him and um, hit him in the head, and he missed the rest of the season. And they just wanted him to get some ice time. So that's why he's here. That's it. That's the only reason. They wanted him just to get a little bit of a tune-up. Um, Alex Newhook, same thing. This is a He's taking it a lot more serious than Byram. He hasn't been to one of these before. Byram has done this previously. Uh, Newhook is very dialed in. Um, he's you, you, you know every once in a while you see the young guy that gets it, where it just clicks and he has the work ethic and the competitiveness and just the skill to to be an impact player quickly in his career. He has all of that. The the real question is is just where does it translate for him? So if he has a great weekend here, cool. If he doesn't, cool. It's not going to matter. He's going to be part of the abs no matter what. Let's dive a little more into Well, one thing with him. Oh, go yeah. ahead, Petey. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to talk about both of those guys. And Newhook is really interesting to me. You talk about him being a, you know, a, a little more mature. And, and one of the things fans can look at this weekend and I'm a huge proponent of college hockey. I think it's a development model that works for guys that aren't drafted in the first two rounds, although you're seeing that as a trend more and more. Newhook's a college kid, played at Boston College. So you get a different, it's a different training. It's a more practice time. You have more coaches with their hands on. It's it's a different development path than Canadian Junior. Um, Canadian Junior is a great development league. The best players go through that league, but it's not for everyone. So I'll say that first. The interesting thing for me with Newhook He's a center iceman, and the Colorado Avalanche are deep in the middle of the ice. So to me, the question to you, AJ, is where is he going to start his career with the Avalanche? Is he a centerman? Is he a winger till he learns the position? What do you think coming right out of the gate? Well, it'll be uh, it'll be a center today, and then uh, where <laughs> they decide to put him in training camp next week is still to be determined. Uh, you know, as you mentioned with McKinnon and Kadri and, you know, Tyson Jost and the myriad of guys that they could have uh, playing fourth line center for them. It, it's it's an open competition, I think. Um, but I I think he's the, the smart money is that Newell probably starts on the wing in Colorado because that's where they need the help the most. What are they looking for from him in his development to maybe take that step? Obviously, there's a. Don't get, <laughs> get, yeah. Don't get hurt as well. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt, man. But in terms of his development, what are they looking for from, from his game still? Uh, definitely the defensive side of things. Uh, he could be he's, – he's got major puck-watching tendencies. Uh, so he needs to really uh, – he needs to break that habit. And he started to at Boston College. It was actually pretty encouraging. Um, they put him on the PK a lot there, and he scored a lot of shorthanded points because he's really fast. And – I think the the little details, the commitment, um, you know, sticking to the system a lot more than just drifting around following mm-hmm. the puck. Um, that that would be where it starts with him um, defensively, especially with Jared Bednar. He demands if you can't if you can't handle defense, it doesn't matter how dynamic you are offensively. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to sit unless you're Nathan McKinnon, which he's just not. So with Newhook, it's going to be. Can he handle the defensive game? Which is another reason why I think he's going to start out on the wing. 
They used him in the wing in the postseason. They, they have a need there. They can get him kind of adjusted to the NHL game there. And then at some point when injuries hit, inevitably, they might want to try and move him over to the center spot at some point. But to start to start out with, I think he should probably be on the wall. Was it a uh, non-starter? Uh, there was a lot of talk that Newhook was possibly in that deal, or at least the Coyotes had inquired about Newhook to be a part of that Kemper deal. Was it a non-starter for the Avalanche? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, I I would like to acquire Scarlett Johansson's phone number. <laughs> you know, I'm free. I'm free to call her her agent and ask. But you know, you've got to. You have to. There's nothing wrong with asking, right? Like yep. if hey, if you ask and they say yes, you know, look at Rasmus Ristolainen fetched a first round pick. And that guy's bad. <laughs> so it's, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. They might say yes. But um, on that particular day, uh, Sakic was on planet Earth. So, yeah, I think it, the Coyotes are still no pretty go. satisfied with their haul from that trade. Yeah. As we yeah. And about. While, while we have AJ here, I know we're talking about the rookie tournament. But just while we have AJ here and you're obviously familiar with Connor Timmons, what can you tell us about him? I'm so salty about this deal still. <laughs> Avs fans are tired of me talking about it because it it was a deep cut. They waited. They loved Connor Timmons. They loved Connor Timmons. And they just, they waited for such a long time through the injuries. You know, he misses an entire year with concussion issues. Last year was really uneven. The first two months of the season, he just, he just it was vanilla ice cream. It was so blah. There was nothing happening. He goes down to the AHL for a couple weeks. He comes back up. The light bulb turned on. Totally different guy. I mean, just ripped it up at the end of the regular season. Looked exactly like the guy he was in junior. Just a totally different animal. And then held his own in in the postseason. Looked good against St. Louis. Was respectable against Vegas. He was not one of their problems against Vegas. All the issues that they had, he just wasn't on that list. And that he's going to be in a situation where he can actually eat up big minutes. He can play in all the different situations that they want to put him in. He can run a power play if he needs to. Doesn't really have a great shot. Um, You'll find he has a lot of creative ways to to blow scoring opportunities. (laughs) But he also creates a lot of them for teammates. Uh, He's going to be a great fit for for the Coyotes. And building around Chikrin, Soderstrom, and Timmons is going to be... That's a really, really good foundational... A couple of pieces for them as you know their forward core is it's a desert to be honest (laughs) so uh but their defense he's really going to help them a lot going back to something you said earlier was it was that just the reason they were willing to part with him as depth and his path was blocked yeah and justin barron's right behind him yeah like justin barron's already nipping at the heels and that's another guy he's here this weekend another guy you mentioned in the story yeah and he i can tell you at dev camp the other day he looks He's huge. Whatever he's listed at is a straight, is inaccurate. He is much larger. He is a huge man. And he moves really, really well. And he's right-handed. And in the NHL, that's gold. Which is one reason giving up Timmons hurt is because he's young, he's cost-controlled, he's good, he has legit upside, and he's right-handed. Yep. Well, we feel lucky to have him. I mean... Well, they got... I mean, yeah, they got... Like I said, the Coyotes are pretty happy with that haul. Yeah. They got a first-round pick, and they got yeah. Connor Timmons. That's, yeah, they should be. Yeah, I mean, and listen, that's, Darcy a, Kemper, that's a trade and a half. Darcy for the Kemper Coyotes. wasn't going to sign here after the yeah. you know his contract expired in another year. He did not want to be a part of a rebuild. So 
you got a lot for that asset. And as I've said a hundred times on this show and in print, everybody told me they weren't going to get a first round pick for Darcy Kemper. They did, and they got Connor Timmons. That's a good oh, I, I would have bet money they would have gotten a first, but to get Connor Timmons on top of that is yeah. highway robbery. Yeah, it was a good trade to maybe grab a third round pick on top of that too. On the flip side, as you guys probably talked about yesterday. You have Darcy Kemper in Colorado now, and yep, that's the missing piece. I mean, <laughs> I already put money on DraftKings for him to win the Vesna. The day that that became available, <laughs> that <is>. happened. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm a big Darcy Kemper fan, so yeah. as, as salty as I am about it from their side of things, uh, my personal affinity for Timmons aside, Darcy Kemper rules. So, AJ, this is this is uh, astounding to me. Petey's been so quiet on this show, and I'm not used to this. So. <laughs> Petey, you're still there, right, Petey? Just, just make it. Yeah, I know. I'm fading off a little bit. Like, <laughs> I am de- de- debating taking a nap right now. I guess this is the best way to shut me up is just send me home. <laughs> and Shane can just hit a button at any time and you'll be gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, look at that. But no, I AJ for my- <laughs> oh, oh. There you go. <laughs> There's something we've been meaning to tell you, Petey. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We drive again. Well, Petey, while while we have your attention, you know, we've been talking a lot about the Cardinals-Vikings game this weekend. You're a Vikings fan. So I think that's a perfect transition for us to talk about the DraftKings pick of the week, and you're going to be the one making the pick. What do you got? The pick of the week this week. And here's one thing, nine days into my DraftKings experience that I have learned. You bet with your head and not your heart. So for PD's pick of the week, I'm taking off the horns. And I know people have seen the picture. Um, and I'm taking the cards to cover the spread. I think it's going to be a huge week for Kyler Murray against a depleted Vikings defense. Um, so not only am I taking the cards to cover, I'm also taking them on the 50 and a half over. Um, and trust me, the one good thing about working at PHNX, I walked down the hall and I talked to Johnny Venerable the insider of, of the Cardinals beat. And I said, Hey, am I on, on the right track with this one? And that's the kind of information you can get on the inside. And, and again, here's the plug. You can get that kind of information inside the member discord. So you can ask Johnny yourself. So I, I trust this bet. I went wow. to the football people. I'm taking the cards and the over and that's Petey's pick of the week. They grow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Petey. Look at Petey. Just wait till you guys are in the off season again. And you guys are, Really stretching for it. <laughs> Dude, by the way, I need to mention that AJ said off the air that they bet on things like Russian table tennis, which is something we need to look into. Yeah, we Clearly, know. we're not getting <laughs> we, I want to uh, do Aussie rules football and stuff. We, we had one of our picks of the week. We just took the longest odds we could find on the app, and it was like 50,000 to one. We all put 10 bucks on it. That's just, just because, I mean, what happened? I mean, that guy wins. Your life is different. So <laughs> why, why not? <laughs> Who cares what sport it is? Yeah, it was, we should, we should. I think it was, I think it was ultimate Frisbee and it oh, was like some, some like long shot Russian dude at 50 to 50,000 to one. And we were like, definitely 10 bucks. Are you serious? Come on. Well, Petey just said, don't yeah, we're still up. But don't bet with, all, bet with your heart, but that sounds like a heart bet for me. That sounds like a head bet. It's 50,000 to one. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> AJ, we're, we're still, still baby, baby steps, steps here in Arizona. Arizona. Like we're we're still learning in Arizona. Just give us a few more weeks with the app. We'll get there, but it's still the easy ones. Yeah, you guys going into season though, you'll have lots of hockey to, to bet on for nine months and then 
and then you'll run into the wall and you'll start looking at esports and stuff and ah. Oh. Don't don't <laughs> don't sleep on Korean baseball. That's oh, oh the, yeah. the, the KBO was a whole thing for us during the during shutdown. We were big into KBO. We all took teams. It was a whole thing for us. <laughs> and yeah, that's our producer Shane talking. He's also on the PHNX Bets show, so be sure to check that out daily um, if for for picks. Because as I said, I I need all the help I can get, and I can do it. Um, getting my practice in now with my free bets that I got from using code PHNX to sign up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So be sure to do that. Um, you can follow Petey's advice betting against his own team to choose the Cardinals um, to Is cover. Is it two weeks in a row we've done that? I had the yeah, Bears you, you did bet okay. against the Bears, and you here. and you were right. So hopefully well, Petey's right, too. And tough then bet. Our, but our draft... Bears at Rams. Yeah, well, our picks of the week were we could be 2-0, and oh, so we'll see how we do. Um, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code PHNX to sign up. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only for the free bet promotion. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Maximum $50 wager for the no-brainer offer. One per customer. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Well, we can continue talking about the abs as well, but I also just want to mention the other teams that we have coming in. And Craig also sent in a list of the five players to watch from five other teams Bring it up, Shane. Yeah, I just threw up five guys. Yeah. So it's we, just five guys. Yeah. So one from each They're team. Yeah. First round pick, first round pick, exactly. first round pick, first yeah. round pick. First you round know, pick. worth watching for, Fun fact, for whatever reasons. Peyton Krebs and Alex Snuhook were this close to being switch teams. Mm. This close. Without the Achilles injury from Krebs leading up to his uh uh up to that to that draft. Krebs probably would have been the guy for Colorado. We talked about the Golden Knights list off the air as well. Uh, yeah. Not an impressive list of players, but it's that's Krebs. the one guy. Yeah, he, he's going to be on the team. Yeah, yeah. They've got. Uh, um, I like Lucas Cormier as a puck moving D. Zach Dean's an interesting forward prospect. Uh, Pavel Dorofiev is a was a, was another guy Colorado really liked uh, that got picked immediately after the Avs made a selection because they were next to each other in the draft in nineteen. So it, it, some interesting ties, Vegas and Colorado, always with the interesting ties. Looking at this tournament as a whole, I think the general consensus out there is that L.A. and Anaheim are the teams to watch. And it's, it's no surprise when you look at some of the names on there. Yeah. Anaheim obviously bringing Zegers and Drysdale. And yeah, so Anaheim, Anaheim kind of doing what Colorado's doing, that they're bringing all the big guns. Yeah. Um, the depth isn't really there for the Ducks yet, but some of the high-end guys are there. And they – I'm, I'm – Curious how a guy like uh, like Zegras how seriously he takes it. Yeah, because uh, again, like the guys that know they're going to be in the NHL, they, this this is a tune up. This is not serious for them. So I don't think you're going to see. And we're what four or five years into this thing, uh, you're not going to see those guys go full bore. It's not those guys don't ever like take over the way that you would think that they do. But guys like a guy like Jacob Perot for the Ducks, uh, you know, another first rounder. That's a guy that I think is going to be interesting because he's got skin in the game. He there's some there's this is a little more meaningful for him than a guy like a, a Zgross or a Drysdale. Drys, Drysdale I think needs it because he had such a poor finish to the season, right, right? That he needs to he needs to turn that around and get the arrow pointing in the right direction. We talked about first round picks too. LA's bringing its last four first round picks to this tournament, three of whom have suffered injuries over the past few seasons. So they're they're really looking to see something from a lot of those guys because they don't have. A big sample size on any of them because they're 
again, they've been struggling with injuries for the past couple of years. Yeah, and Turcotte's always going to struggle with injuries. Um, <laughs> his entire career, he's always been banged up. He's undersized and slight, and that's the worst combination. Whereas a guy like Byfield, so he's a freight train, but is he actually any good? Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Petey, I know you um, had some teams that you were excited about this weekend. Yeah, and I and I guess you know AJ just shot all shot all of those guys down, so never mind. No, um, <laughs> you know, it's all the guys, all the all the big players in the NHL are the guys I want to see. Like I want to see Zegris and Drysdale. And to AJ's point, once a guy has been to this particular tournament more than once, it does change their outlook. I mean, it, it is hard. You, you're you're skating with a bunch of tryout guys, and you know you're looking towards next Tuesday and Wednesday when you're playing with the big club. Um, but still, the guys that Craig mentioned as the top five are the guys I'm most looking forward to see play. I watched, you know, Jamie Drysdale when he first broke into the league last year at 18 years old at defense, which is an incredibly difficult position. You go, wow, this kid's got he's got some some jam to him. Like and AJ alluded to is the fact that maybe he didn't finish as strong as he started, but he's 18. So I, I think the oh. upside for Jamie Drysdale is huge. And I also, you know, Zegris and Quentin, uh, Quentin Byfield and Bowen Byram, like the old big name players, I want to see them in the, in a nice intimate setting at the ice. Then I'm really looking forward to seeing if some of that individual skill really shows itself. Um, but for the, the quick checklist for fans going to the game, just go to Craig's article. And I know we shouldn't get, that should be a drinking game. Go to Craig's article or what Craig wrote. And then you just have to take a shot. I just that's for future shows. I'm, I'm just kidding. But but that's the guideline. Those Peter, are the guidelines. When, when you talk to, to when get... we talk about guys that maybe aren't uh maybe aren't all in, how, how does a coaching staff view that sort of approach? You know, when you're here a, a second time or a, or a third time um and you, you already know that you're gonna be on the NHL roster, what do the coaches want to see from a player like that, other than as you mentioned, don't get hurt? You know, but, but it's different in the practices leading up to this tournament. In the practices, they better be working hard. They better be the first guy in line. They better be doing the drills right. They better be finishing the drills off. Uh, in the games, uh, people are expecting, like, you want to see Zegers go score four goals and, and lead the tournament scoring. But guess what? Everybody out there is fighting for something, too. So there's not a lot of space out there. They have no system play. You don't know your line mates. This is a choppy tournament. It's an ugly hockey tournament, meaning it's not. These guys haven't played together. They have sell, no idea where they're supposed to be going. It. It's all individual. It's true. No, but it, it, it's the truth. Absolutely. It's an individual game. It's not a team game. And, and, and it's not going to be pretty. And they're not going to have F2 on the forecheck helping out. And those those type of things aren't happening. It's about the individual in this tournament. So it's, it's not going to be pretty. And that's where you have to try to find those individual skills skill guys and those those gems and just see if their work ethic is there and are they ready to jump over the boards how are you able to project though within systems and things like that because it's funny you say that because a lot of people were asking me after the scrimmage the other night with the coyotes what were your takeaways and i basically said nothing (laughs) there's there's not it's it's yeah you're right hockey it's really ugly hockey well, we talked about it in the Discord, actually, funny enough, yesterday. It's what is going to happen day one of training camp. This is walk before you can run. They are going to get on a whiteboard and simplify these systems like you wouldn't believe. I, I think people, honestly, would be surprised how rudimentary day one is at, at an NHL training camp and how it's whiteboard, X's and O's, very simplified because they have so many new players. They need them to understand those systems. They got to be running by Friday. Like, so you've got a few days to learn it 
And you better start getting good at it because you're going to have a preseason game within four or five days. And at that point, you're expected to play the right neutral zone system, the right forecheck and be in the right spot because that's how you lose your job. Because, no, hey, this guy couldn't get the neutral zone forecheck right at all, all night. We're going to put him on a different line. Or you know what? He might not play the next preseason game. So they're going to learn quickly. It's just not here. Well, um, Craig said what he took away, which was nothing. PD said what he's looking for. AJ, I'm curious. You, you know, drove overnight here. What are you looking for when you're watching the Avs games this weekend? Uh, the number. So a guy like Shane Bowers, this is super important for him. Like we're, you know, we're talking though, this is all individual and this is meaningless for the top guys. As far as I know, Shane Bowers uh, is the only 2017 first round pick who hasn't played in the NHL. You yet. are correct. I looked that up. He, by the way. Yeah. he needs, he needs this. This is super important for him. Uh, this is his third or fourth time at one of these. He's got to have it. This has to happen for him. So he's an extension of the coaching staff on the ice already. He's already he's been running their practice drills. Um, if any of the guys have questions, they go to him first. Uh, he's kind of babysitting Oscar Olauson right now. Uh, and I think they're going to play on a line with New Hook. And... That's what I'm looking for. I want to see that this is this matters to him. This is important to him. If he's gonna have uh, if he's gonna have a preseason that ends up in him eventually getting to the NHL, finally getting a look, it's got to start with this. And he he's got everything to play for. And while he can't make the team, he can absolutely ensure that he gets forever buried on their depth chart <laughs> with a poor yeah. performance this weekend. So Shane Bowers needs this. This is really important for him. Well, it's interesting. There'll definitely be a lot of storylines to look for, not just with the Coyotes, but yeah. other teams. So um, be sure to check out the games. If you can't be there in person, they're ArizonaCoyotes.com. They're going to have all the games. I think all the every teams, team, every yeah. team will yeah. be streaming the games. So like with blackout restrictions, because of that course, makes sense. because of course, <laughs> that's the tale as old as time. Um, but, you know, I think everyone's just excited to get some to consume hockey again and live hockey is always the yeah, best. There's nothing better. Even if it's, you know, just a rookie tournament face face off tournament at the ice den in Scottsdale. But <laughs> I mean, I know I'm excited. Um, if, if y'all are catching us on YouTube right now, please be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the bell, get notifications, follow us at PHNX underscore coyotes on Twitter at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everything. Um, that's where all all the good information is. And then be sure also to subscribe on wherever you listen to podcasts so you can have it come up right away. We do five shows a week, three live, two podcasts, all our podcasts. So, yeah, I mean, we're having a good time. Week full, First full week down. How does everyone feel? Petey, feel good? Yeah, I'm, re- yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm at home. I can go take a nap yeah, right now. I was going to say, you didn't even show game. up today. How hard is it? <laughs> I know. Well, we've got to get to the rink, Craig. Like, our work day hasn't even close That's to starting. True. AJ's going to work today. for like 48 <laughs> straight hours. Okay. Well, well, we'll make sure everyone has time to get to the rink here and we'll wrap it up. But you can catch us. We'll be back next week. Like I said, follow us along on Twitter. We'll post our show schedule then and also the Discord. And like we said, Craig and PD will be at the Heel River Arena tonight. AJ will be at the Ice End. Direct any questions about the abs to him. What's your Twitter handle? Where can everyone find you? Uh, as of right now, uh, there's been a... <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes let's, let's dive into this there's, a little more. There's been uh, uh, some censoring by Big Tech of my really controversial hockey voice. 
Uh, so my I'm using a backup Twitter account at Return of AJ right now. All right, well, it's so, <laughs> a lot easier to spell than my real name, and that's a fitting a fitting handle, I think, as well. Yeah, you might want to think about sticking with that. It's actually I, really. Good. I kind of like it. I, it's it's really obnoxious that it has to exist. Oh man. Yeah. Well, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back with more Coyotes content five days a week going On forward. Monday as, as AJ heads back to Denver. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. 15 well. hours? 13. Wow. It took me 21. Depends on which way you go. Exactly. <laughs> AJ, t- AJ doesn't go straight line. Like, AJ yeah. <laughs> stops. Visits people, hangs out. It's true. It's amazing. I'm going to go see my brother on the way home. Well, that's a good excuse. That's a good reason. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for stopping by. PD, thank you for figuring out the technology to be here at the very last seconds. Craig, thank you as always. And we'll see everybody next week. Thanks so much. Thank you.